Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Twenties and Abroad. Today, me and Gerda will be your host, and the person I'll be interviewing today will be Anastasia. Hi, Anastasia, how are you? Oh, hi, Gerda. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really good. How are you? I'm good <clears throat> as well. Thank you so much. We're very excited to have you here. Um, I'm gonna ask you first question that we ask everybody. Um, tell yeah. me a little bit about about yourself and where you're from. So I'm from Russia. I'm coming from a really nice town in the south of Russia by the seaside. Even though it's like a nice place, but I always wanted to leave it. I wanted to live abroad. So I graduated from school when I was like 17 and mm-hmm. I came to Prague and I'm here ever since. So it was kind of my plan to always live abroad. That's very interesting that you chose Prague. Um, yeah. Is there any backstory for that like background story yeah I can start from the beginning so since I was a kid my parents especially they always wanted me to live abroad and they kind of invested you know time and money into me like traveling and maybe studying English in some places I was really fortunate I went to uh, Scotland and Cyprus uh, kind of like was preparing myself for the international exams and Mm -hmm. then I was just looking for the universities in Europe because my parents didn't want me to go to the States. They were thinking it's too far away. They're going to miss me <clears throat> since I'm like the only child. So we mm-hmm. decided to focus on Europe. And I was searching for different universities, maybe in England and Germany and France. I was actually considering even going to Sorbonne for <laughs> a minute. But then I didn't actually like French language. It wasn't my kind of it was not easy going for me and then at uh, one day one point I just started getting the suggestions on Google and the University of New York in Prague popped up and I mm-hmm. googled it I uh, tried to apply I managed to enter and uh, that was it and so oh. I didn't I'd never even been to Prague before that <laughs> Did you have any friends here? <clears throat> I had one friend. She actually came uh, from uh, the same hometown as me. We were friends since we were kids. And she was uh, in Prague. Yes, she came one year before me, but she went to a Czech university. So she went through the courses of the Czech language and she entered the Czech university. Uh, but yeah, I had one friend. Oh, okay. And uh, since Russian is your native language, what about English? How hard it was for you to adapt to English? Yeah, so I told you I was like focusing on it my whole life. And mm-hmm. I really like, uh, I could take a test. I was really good at maybe studying. But when I came to Prague and everyone was like so international, so many different people with different backgrounds, different accents, I was kind of shy to speak. <clears throat> and I was also like I'm not understanding even sometimes. I was so awkward on the phone. It was so funny. Even with like <laughs> my friends and my future boyfriend, he was like, Are you so awkward on the phone? Are you scared of something? <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> so my it gosh. was not that. But... I was just, you know, trying to listen carefully. <laughs> yes, of course. So, but yeah, now it was Sorry, but the English, your English is just perfect, so... Oh, no, it's not uh, thanks. <laughs> but I was always trying <laughs> to get rid of the Russian accent. <laughs> well, definitely, you know, I think all of us have some sort of accent. If we don't speak, sure. you know, mm-hmm. English is in our first language. Yeah. But uh, yeah. that also but, played mm-hmm. a good part that's of what our I, That's what I love in, in Europe. Like, people have such mixed uh, accents and nobody cares. It's uh, It's so nice, you know, nobody judges you. 
exactly and uh, since you are naturally coming from the European Union and maybe there's like listeners who also uh, mm-hmm. always have wanted to go abroad but they unfortunately they have to get visas to mm-hmm. get out of their home country maybe you can expand on that a little bit tell like how hard it yeah. was to get visa mm-hmm. so since I'm coming from uh, like a relatively small town I had to go to a bigger city to apply for the visa I went to the Czech embassy and we actually got a help of a special agency for that my mom also didn't want to go through the whole bureaucracy by herself so we actually hired a very nice lady she helped us to go through it really easily she collected all the documents for us and we went to the embassy on a specific date that she made the reservation for us and it was really easy and helpful so i would suggest the people who i mean if they can afford it if it's uh, possible for them to do it it's the best to do it like this to like some agency to apply for the visa in the first place when you're just about to leave your home country and Mm then i uh, luckily i did not face any like discrimination here in prague even though i didn't speak czech in the very beginning when i came i still don't speak it (laughs) but (laughs) in the very beginning i i was totally horrible but people Mm -hmm. were also really nice and helpful every time i was prolonging my visa uh i had a student visa Mm -hmm. for for five years i guess yeah i was studying for five years and i after that, I applied for like, um, now I have a, um, how it's called, the civil marriage visa. And so mm-hmm. I just, uh, I was really like lucky, let's say. I didn't have mm-hmm. any issues. It was really easy. Already. And uh, when it, so you've been a long, long time, which is like <laughs> around eight years now. Right. Um, so if you... I know like a lot of people always think, oh my God, what I want to do after graduation, I don't know. (laughs) And like for you, like how tough it was to kind of understand what is your path after you graduated, especially as an international and like Mm -hmm. totally not your country. (laughs) uh, Like, yes, maybe you can tell like, what, what did you do? What were your thoughts about that? Okay, so I understand that everybody goes through it. I was also scared. Like I even took one year off uh to think about what i'm gonna do next after i graduated mm-hmm. i um, traveled i was just here looking for some jobs because i didn't know what i really want to do and it was so funny to me and scary at the same time because i studied mass media and communication for five years and mm-hmm. i realized that i don't want to work in this area in this field i was kind of you know done with it i uh, thought i'm gonna maybe try some fashion or I don't know even marketing jobs I applied for many different things all honestly like without any plan just trying to get any kind of job for my experience Mm -hmm. at least so yeah I had a very good friend who helped me find a job in logistics and I was really grateful and now I really like this path that I chose at the end of the day Mm -hmm. Uh, so you never know who will help you or where you're gonna end up I guess just I went with the flow and (laughs) I like how it's going 
that's good that's very good and um i think a very important question when i want to ask you mm-hmm. because i i recall you were telling me this story but i would love if you could share this to people <laughs> like one thing that you regret not doing while you were studying <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so i uh, yeah i never actually regret anything in my life but this thing like kind of bothers me till this day i never actually went for a semester abroad during the whole university years and Prague is such a uh, nice good place for like traveling to any end of Europe and I never went for like an Erasmus or any other like you know uh, semester abroad kind of experience and that actually bothers me a little because I think my university days are gone <laughs> and I'm not never gonna be able to experience it but you know um as i told you like i think even you're on, only 25 which is like like super you know perfect age and uh, <laughs> there's always possibilities and i know there's we also have people that are like literally in their late 20s and they do masters later on and they still go party and do fun things in erasmus you know mm-hmm. meet, meet <laughs> like 19 year old people as well and they have this great bond um, yeah But yeah, we'll see, you know, um, you never know, maybe that, you know, if you have that thought in your head, maybe, you know, that you want it so bad that you're going to eventually end up somewhere. Yeah, so. good point. Maybe. <laughs> I never actually considered to go study for master's at this point of my life, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's very true. Um, going a little bit forward, um, you said you've been traveling quite a lot and since your family also are super supportive in this area, which I really appreciate and I mm-hmm. love, um, do you do you know how many countries have you visited or like approximately? <laughs> I'm sorry, I actually, I never counted. I, it's not that crazy, you know, I've never been to Asia, I've never <laughs> been to Australia or South America, let's say. But I mm-hmm. guess I visited almost every country in Europe. I went to the States, Egypt, Turkey, I don't know, all these, you know, kind yeah. of things. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a very big part of my life. And I like to come back to the places that I visited maybe when I was a child. For example, I studied in Cyprus, as I said, when I was a kid, a few summers in a row. And I would love to come back maybe this year because I have such good memories. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I would love to explore new places as well. It's really, really important for me. And when you say Cyprus, uh, you you were there as a student or like as a... I uh, went to a summer school when I was like 9, 10, 11. Oh, I that's think. amazing. Yeah, it was so cute. And yeah, when I think about it now, okay, I didn't experience like an Erasmus program Uh, at university but I went to a boarding school <laughs> when I was a kid and I went to a uh, boarding school in Scotland when I was a little older so I guess I kind of had that little experience to share, share in the dorm and going to have classes together with some international kids so I guess uh, I kind of experienced it when I was younger and it was a lot of fun for sure yes. wow I mean that's like such a young age to travel and uh, I mean that makes totally sense why you're very like uh, mm-hmm. open to new cultures and new sightseeing experiences mm-hmm. that's yeah. pretty impressive no I'm oh, really wow. grateful and... to my parents especially because as I said yeah they really really tried hard for me to, <laughs> to travel mm-hmm. and to meet people and if you can also um, 
since it's been a long time uh, for you living in Prague, don't you don't you feel homesick sometimes, or how do you <laughs> treat that? Uh, you know, I I understand that there's different kind of people. I know many friends of mine who are really homesick and they go home uh, very often every chance they get they try to go and see their friends and family and they have very like strong connection to their homeland and stuff I never maybe had such strong connection I always wanted to live abroad and I always wanted to be independent and you know mm-hmm. like on my own and so I of course I love to go back home like once or twice a year to see my grandparents my parents come to see me very often and so it's not such a big deal you know that I have to go home and to spend time with my family my parents I see them like every month mm-hmm. every two months they come to see me mostly and my friends that I used to have in my hometown when I was a child all of them left so I don't have anybody to come back to you know mm-hmm. they also were fortunate enough to go to the states to Monaco to Moscow in Russia to go um, to LA so all over the place Yes, that's very true. And uh, actually, this is a, such a great point that you mentioned that uh, it's totally normal if you lose a lot of people in your life when you move abroad, because I guess you meet new people that mm-hmm. you kind of spend your um, time together. Um, but um, <laughs> a little bit of a random question. But, <laughs> so I heard you're currently to Vienna, right? Oh, yeah, right. I'm going to have my first business trip next week. <laughs> yes, congratulations. That's actually amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I never thought that, you know, this job is going to give me opportunities to also travel, to enjoy mm-hmm. my hobby. Yes. <laughs> but I guess, yeah. But like, uh, that's really, really cool. But um, what is like your maybe truly desired location this year that you want to go and just visit or this maybe year I'm planning I've never been to Palma de Mallorca and I really I'm really excited because my dad has been there a few times and I always remember he he loved it he always he was like really really happy there so I want to go there with my boyfriend maybe this this July Oh my god, I really hope you're going to go there. I've been mm-hmm. there like three times when I was nice. a child. <laughs> when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah. And it's incredible. Nice. I mean, also yeah. with my eyes as a child, I think everything's nice, but uh <laughs> I think you're going to love it. It's such oh, a beautiful yeah. place. You're going to give me some tips then. <laughs> yes, I'm more than happy to. And um I want to ask you a few more questions. Um what is like your best takeaway from um traveling or maybe some tips. traveling oh my god um so let me think about it <laughs> because i am yeah, really i am really like easy going in the sense that i if you tell me let's fly to australia tomorrow i'll pack my luggage in a second <laughs> it's not only that i'm just you know excited to see a new place but i like the whole process i really love to book a ticket to go to the airport to pack the luggage i really take it seriously So I guess it's really, really important to arrive on time, not to miss a flight. Because yes. for the first time ever, I missed a flight a month ago. And yes. it was so annoying for me, so frustrating. Because I 
at, for the first time in my life, I didn't know what to do. Like, where do I go now? Do I buy another ticket? Or I'm looking for an uh, airline stand at the airport and I fight with them because maybe they yeah. made a mistake. <laughs> so it was really like frustrating to me. And then I ended up going to the airline stand at the Nice airport and they closed. They were not there since the COVID times. So there was no like uh, custom support. And of course, like the phones don't work. The emails aren't available. Nobody's going to reply and help me in a minute. Mm-hmm. So I was really like frustrated. I ended up buying a new ticket all over again. So mm-hmm. this I never want to repeat again in my life. <laughs> oh, I totally understand. So, but te- technically, you just enjoy the whole process of traveling. Is does mm. that also include flying? Yeah, uh, definitely. I like wow. to <laughs> to be on board. I enjoy the whole. The whole process, every minute I try to enjoy it. When I went to the States, I was never sleeping on the plane. So even if I had a straight flight from Prague to New York, I would be always like up and you know, like, <laughs> enjoying everything. Oh, well, that's actually me, but I'm just awake from the stress. So <laughs> I guess also. we're totally opposite. Maybe that. also that, yes. yeah. But how do you cope with that? Like turbulences, I don't know, some crazy, maybe you have some crazy plane stories that you have. Because I, <laughs> I think you do. I have one. <laughs> I have one. It was really, really terrible, honestly. Like, I, it, luckily, it didn't uh, like make me scared of flying. But mm-hmm. still, I remember it very vividly. I was going from New York to Paris and uh, NGFK, all flights, like the Kennedy Airport in New York, for those who don't know. It's a very big airport and all the flights were canceled because of the storm. They were either postponed or canceled. And I remember such a hectic environment. Everyone was like running uh, from terminal to terminal and looking for like options or explanations what to do. And I remember it was raining so hard. I was going in a shuttle from terminal one to terminal two, for example. I don't remember. And Mm -hmm. it stopped working because maybe like the thunder heated or something and it was just like if we were evacuating from a shuttle and everyone was still trying to make it for their flight and my flight was not cancelled or postponed so (laughs) I really like I was really stressed out what we're gonna do about it uh, Mm -hmm. because I like the shuttle stopped working and then we we were trying to catch a taxi uh, with some random guys Uh, they were going to Australia I think and we were sharing one cab to go to uh, our terminal and I arrived on time we board and we <laughs> we depart to take off and it was the most horrible tribulation you can ever imagine uh we were going like I think that it was so so scary we were going so fast up and down left right the whole plane was just like oh my god trust me it's mm-hmm. like in the movies the horror movies and I think it lasted for like 20 minutes, half an hour. We were just, you know, passing through that storm and then it was fine. Oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah. But I don't know like, why. I guess it was maybe a good idea not to postpone. Like everything worked out fine. But mm-hmm. I guess it was a big risk to fly. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it sounds like it. It's like the stress for the whole year. <laughs> just the stress yeah, level. <laughs> yeah. And I remember before the flight, I bought a little bottle of vodka. And it was free. <laughs> But I didn't drink it. I was too scared to even reach it. I didn't move. Oh, my. Oh, no. Well, I guess somebody got a good souvenir. Oh, yeah. My boyfriend's dad had it once. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for sharing this. You know, like a lot of people have a big fear from flying. So 
um even i guess in the worst case scenarios it's it's totally fine it's the safest transportation and yeah yeah yeah. i I mean i don't know maybe my story will not help anyone (laughs) because i don't know if you never know know. like i I don't know if it's comforting but still yeah luckily i'm saying like don't take it uh, as a you know a bad sign or something don't don't it doesn't have to stop you from traveling it's really Mm -hmm. safe in 99 cases (laughs) Exactly. No, totally. Couldn't agree more. And um, actually, we're going to slowly wrap up this. And I just have one more question to you. Um, yeah. my, maybe it's going to take you some time to think about it, but feel mm-hmm. free. Um, anything people should know before moving away from their home country to a new city? Is there anything that they you would like to tell them um, if you would go back in time as I don't know like 17 year old Anastasia who Mm -hmm. is about to move to Prague (laughs) like is there anything like if you could have a possibility to go back time you would do something differently uh what comes to my mind is just that you have to be really respectful of a place where you're moving. Uh, mm-hmm. There's people who might not like you and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to try to do your best to maybe adapt, try to learn the language, the habits mm-hmm. of people around you because the cultures can be really, really different. And mm-hmm. what I think is that I regret not learning Czech, the like not big bad, but I think it would have helped me to, you know, to adapt better to mm-hmm. the culture, even though I'm completely fine with the English here in Prague. Mm-hmm. But still, I, my, I strongly suggest that you understand people and they can be really not nice sometimes mm-hmm. uh, and you don't have to take it personally. Oh, this is beautiful. This is very well said. So I... <laughs> We're definitely gonna be, ask people to maybe write these notes down. Um, no, but thank you so so much for uh, today's episode. Um, I am definitely looking forward to do an episode with you maybe in a couple of months or in a year because I know you have so many traveling uh, trips coming up and uh, you're gonna definitely have more experience within the, that field. Um, but yes, I'm wishing you all the best in 2022. And uh, also, I hope you're going to go to Palma, Mallorca. <laughs> so, um, and you're going to have the best time of your life, I swear to God. <laughs> oh, my God. So, absolutely. Yeah, I'm really, really happy to to be a part of your podcast. It's an amazing idea. And I guess that, yeah, maybe I will come up with some new stories <laughs> I can share with you in a few months or whenever you feel like inviting me. So oh. thank you. Thank you for, for this experience. Oh, thank you. And thank you guys for listening to us. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.